I'm Polly. I'm a mom, a wife, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and founder of No Kegels University. I have helped thousands of women stop leaking, enjoy intimacy, and feel proud of their bodies, even after having kids. After years of listening to women wonder why no one talks about leaking, how they should properly recover after having a baby, and that pleasurable intimacy is possible, I started to get real frustrated because I believe that no mom or woman should struggle when there are answers. It became my mission to shed light on the lack of postpartum care and the lack of discussion on issues that relate to women and their health, even if they can be uncomfortable sometimes. It also became my mission to change the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more. Here we go. Episode 34, Constipation and Your Pelvic Floor. I don't know about you, but when I first found out that I was pregnant, I immediately started deciding all of these rules I was going to have as a mother for my kids. And one of them had to do with technology. I thought that my kids were never going to want to watch TV. They were never going to want to play phones or they would never want to play games on our phones. And they really wouldn't you know, want the tablets like all the other kids that I have seen use them. I was just convinced that's how it was going to be. And then while I am really intentional about being on my, or I should say not being on my phone when my kids are around, even little, little, they wanted my phone. They enjoyed watching a little bit of TV and I really tried to fight it. And my husband said to me one day, babe, they're getting, they're going to be raised in technology. I don't know why you're trying to fight it. I said, well, of course, of course I'm going to fight it because I don't want them watching terrible things on TV. I don't want them to have attitudes with me. I had all of these great reasons as to why I didn't want them to watch TV or to be on technology all the time. Soon I realized, okay. I think I need to figure out how to make make this go with the flow, make my rules work with technology, but also make them work for me. And I tell you that story because I'm sure you can relate. I'm sure that you've had lots of plans and rules for how things were going to go with your kids, but it just was one of those battles that really was uphill and there's no way that you're probably going to win it. And I shouldn't say you're, we're, there's no way that we're going to win it. And so once I kind of came to the conclusion that I might have to change this rule, that my kids might actually like technology, it became a lot easier. And again, I tell you the story because I know you can relate, but I also think that it relates really well to constipation and how it relates to your pelvic floor. I can't tell you how many times that if I have a patient in my clinic or a coaching patient online, that oftentimes I'll ask, well, tell me, tell me about your bowel movements. And they typically will say, well, it's, it's fine. Why, why are you asking? They're, they're fine. I go every day. Why are you asking? And I'll explain to them how constipation can influence your pelvic floor or your pelvic floor can influence your constipation. 
And almost without fail, one of them will say, oh, yeah, I guess when you say it that way, I guess I do have problems with constipation. And another response that I will get sometimes is that, oh, it's it's not normal to go every couple of days without having a bowel movement. And I know that it's something that maybe people feel like is TMI to talk about, or maybe it's not ladylike, but our bowels are really a sign of our health. And I would even vouch to say that the way in which we have our bowel movement is a really good indicator of the health of our pelvic floor. The way that all of this ties together is once I am able to explain to someone how this all relates, and once they get on board with having the ability to understand that addressing their constipation or addressing their pelvic floor as it relates to having a bowel movement comfortably and easy and without straining, then it really becomes a lot easier for them. Not that the task of solving the constipation or the pelvic floor issue or both of them together is easy, but the idea of understanding that it's such an important indicator of our health. But also, once we can get our bowels and our pelvic floor paired together, it makes that battle of constipation or the straining or the discomfort or the uphill battle, it makes it go away. Because once we understand what our pelvic floor should do when we're having a bowel movement, and once we understand how to train our bowels in order to have a bowel movement, it just makes everything so much easier. And it allows us to really go with the flow a little bit easier. And in this episode, I want to tell you a little bit more about how you can do that. In the last episode, you might remember me talking about the pipes and putting things in the pipes and the trap door and all of those things related, which if you missed that episode, I would encourage you to go back and to take a listen just to have that foundation before we start here. And what I want to teach you in this episode is really how you can improve your pelvic floor to work with your constipation or to really improve the go with the flow or the less of an uphill battle it needs to be for constipation. So the first thing I want to explain to you is really how you should be sitting on the toilet and how it relates to your pelvic floor. Now, if you've been around or at least you're in semi-in pop culture, I feel like sometimes there's often jokes about the squatty potties, which it's a really fancy stool that slides underneath your toilet and then you pull it back out so that while you're sitting on the toilet, your feet are now sitting on the squatty potty. And what happens is, is it brings your knees, or it should anyways, if, if it's fitted well to you and your toilet, your knees should be above your hips as you're sitting on the toilet and your elbows should be placed on your knees. And if you can imagine this in your mind, A, if this is a very foreign position, then chance, then I would say, please listen up because if we can improve your posture on the toilet, it can absolutely help your pelvic floor and your constipation together. 
So the reason that we want your elbows on your knees and your knees above your hips, almost like you're bending over, hunching over, kind of, but I don't want your back to be rounded. I want your back to be straight. The reason for this, and I won't bore you too much with the anatomy, is that there is a, I wouldn't call it a 90 degree angle, but there's a section in your bowels where when you get into this position where your knees are above your hips, almost like you're in a squatting position, right? Which is where the name squatty potty came from. It opens up that angle and it allows essentially a straight shot for that stool to pass directly through and out into the toilet. So it really gives it a clear shot, a straight shot, if you will. So this squatty potty idea, I'm not suggesting that you go out and buy one, which I really wished I would have thought of this idea because long before this was actually a thing, I was telling my patients, a lot of us pelvic floor PTs were telling our patients that you could get a stool at Walmart, the ones that used to be $3.97, or if you have old phone books, which I realize are not a thing anymore, or even if you have old books or, or something Um, I had one family, they actually would take all of their extra rolls of toilet paper still in the plastic packaging, and they would stack that up in front of the toilet because they were able to adjust the height for each person in their family, which I thought was really kind of cute that they were using the toilet paper because it was definitely necessary and and needed for for that activity of having a bowel movement. So I want you to think about, and again, you don't have to go spend any money. You can take the things that you have in your house. And what you're after is, is your knees just need to be above your hips, not excessively just above your hips. And if you can hinge forward and put your elbows on your pelvic floor, or I'm sorry, your elbows on your knees, then you're going to be in a really great position to allow that section of your intestines to open up. And then what you're going to do once you're in this position is you're going to work on that diaphragmatic or that balloon breathing that I referenced in the last podcast. While you're here, I want you to focus on inhaling. And the nice thing about being in this position is as you inhale and that belly should blow up like there's a balloon inside of it. You should feel your belly press into your thighs, right? Because you're hinged over. So as you inhale, your belly's going to blow up and your pelvic floor, you should feel a drop. You should feel a pressure. This should happen gently. This is not something that you're forcing to happen. It's something that's happening naturally and easy. And once you get really good at this, and I even encourage you to practice this balloon breathing where you can inhale and have your pelvic floor drop in other positions before you get to practicing it on the toilet. You can go back to episode 33 and have a listen there. But when you're in this position, you're going to inhale and you're going to pause at the end of that inhale. You're not going to push none of the, but what you're going to do is you're just going to pause. And I want you to notice how there's more pressure that's going to build up and build up and build up in your abdomen. And then you're going to exhale. This might take you one second, two seconds, three seconds, four seconds. Everybody's pressure is a little bit different. 
And because this is a new position that maybe you haven't practiced this balloon breathing in, that pause with that inhale, for some, it's a little more intense. They notice the pressure. So as soon as you feel that pressure, I want you to go ahead and exhale. What you're going to do here is rather than pushing the uh, that typically people have with constipation that they sit on the toilet and just strain and push and bear down, because you're going to put yourself in this position, it allows that pelvic floor to open up. And then in addition to this position, the, the squatty potty position or the knees above your hips with your elbows on your knees, with combined with that balloon breathing where you're allowing that pelvic floor to lengthen, you're literally setting your bowels up and your pelvic floor up to have a straight shot to allow the stool to easily pass through and into the toilet. Now, last episode, I talked about the two pillars of constipation, and one of those pillars was addressing the pelvic floor. And I'll continue talking about this in the upcoming episodes, but you'll also notice in the show notes, there is a free guide called the constipation solution, where it's going to target the other pillar of constipation. But I bring that up so that you know that we're really staying on this topic and trying to hit constipation in your pelvic floor at a bunch of different angles. But I also wanted to mention here that as silly as it seems, as simple as it seems to sit on a toilet, be in a squat position, and then make sure your elbows are on your knees and all you're doing is breathing, like that wouldn't necessarily seem like it would be enough. But I'm here to tell you that this is part of the story to ensure that you are in a really great position to overcome or to conquer your constipation, but also it's going to put you in a really great position to protect that pelvic floor and the strength that you have worked so hard to get. Now, if you're in need of some pelvic floor strengthening, I can definitely help with that. But I would absolutely, especially if you have prolapse, I would work on managing this position. I would work on getting really good at this position and that breath together and to be able to inhale and to, and I'm using air quotes here, to breathe down, end of air quotes, your stool into the toilet. This is a really good sign that your pelvic floor is doing what it's supposed to and being in this position allows your body a better position. Just like I was trying to fight this idea of my kids not wanting technology, it was an uphill battle I was never going to win. And the same thing goes with trying to sit on a toilet and leaning backwards and trying to strain. It's just not going to work. And if it does work, it's a really frustrating uphill battle. And one that if I can make your life simpler here, then I would really love to do so. The homework for this episode is to grab your free constipation solution in the show notes where it's going to go over the other pillar of constipation. the other pillar of conquering constipation. If you're ready to drop, to dive straight in, you can take a look at my program called Conquer Constipation, where it goes into detail in all of these topics and really outlines and puts together a great plan for you to follow. And if you're in need of pelvic floor strengthening, be sure to check out my group strengthening program, Pelvic Floor 2.0, and the link will be in the show notes. And remember, you're an heiress, and a queen in everything in between. If you enjoyed this episode or even wondered if I can help you, 
check the show notes for more details. And to see what else I'm up to, follow me on the socials at beyond the V period by Polly. Because I'm changing the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more, I still need your help. Please subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend or two. See you next week.